You got to say it with the accent, though. I know you guys, hallelujah. Hallelujah! Well, let's just pray. Father God, oh, you know what? Let's have somebody else pray. Come on. Tito, why don't you come up and pray? Come on. Give it up for Tito, y'all. Come on. Lord, I just, um, I'm here to pray for the whole elevate that, um, that, that we, uh, that to, I, I'm just here to pray for, for, that, for everything you've done for us, Lord. I mean, uh, I pray, I pray to thanks for Elliot, I mean, Elliot and Adam, because if Adam wasn't here, the elevate wouldn't even be here. Uh, it started with Joe, but you know what I mean. But, um, and Lord, I, I um, I just, um, I hope that you that you break the hearts, Lord. You break the hearts in every in every person here, Lord. That, that you come, that you show them who you are, Lord, and you show them the love that you show each and every one of us, Lord. Amen. Let's give it up for Jesus and Tito. Amen. What a great prayer. I mean, this first song is called "Trading My Sorrows." We're going throwback. Everybody say throwback. Ah, uh, y'all know the dance. If your neighbor doesn't know the dance, come out with the dance. Amen. One, two, three, four. Yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen. Come on, 
Lord, just the voices in the hands. Come on. We sing it, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. We say yes. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Oh, every voice singing out, singing yes, we sing it. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Oh, give it up for Jesus. So we're singing yes, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. We're singing yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. I'm trading my sorrows, and I'm trading my shame, and I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. And I'm trading my sickness, and I'm trading my pain, and I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. Everybody sing it with me, sing, you're singing, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. See, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. And sing it like God has done something for you. You're singing, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. See, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. I want everybody today, while you're here, I want you to think about the things that God has done for you. I want you to think about where you would be if it wasn't for the Lord. Just take the time and just let your heart be open to God right now. It's not about anybody else. It's not about us being on stage. It's not about any of that. But everything that we do, let it be pleasing to the Lord. Let our praises go up today. I just want everybody to feel that in their hearts right now. So right now, if we can sing that again, if we can sing, yes, Lord, I want you to say, yes, Lord. I want you to say, yes, to joy. I want you to say, yes, to excitement. I want you to say, yes, to, to just greatness in your life. I want you to say, yes, to the good things that God has for you. Is that cool? Can we say yes to those things? Come on, somebody. I want you to sing it right now with me. I want you to sing that and let your heart just cry that out and say yes to the things that God has promised. All right? Here we go. So we're singing, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Singing, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. We 
singing yes, Lord. Oh, we're singing yes. Yeah, we're singing yes to righteousness. We're singing yes to joy. We're singing yes to the kingdom of heaven. We're singing yes to you, Lord. We're singing yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It said we're singing out, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. It said we're singing out, yes, Lord, and yes, Lord, and yes, Lord. And now we're singing out, yes. Yours. 
myself in front of you, Father God, and, and I surrender, God. Come on, if you guys need to pray that in this place, just pray it. Just say, I surrender, Lord. 
some of us have just been struggling with God's will in our life, whether or not we should do certain things because we feel that they're going to be hard. And God is saying you need to surrender. God is saying you need to let go and trust Him. You got to let go and let Him be God in your life. That's why we sing songs like this. When we sing, I am yours, we declare, like, God, I'm living a life of surrender. I'm going to stop fighting you. I'm going to start stop caring what my friends sing about. I'm not going to pay attention to the little things that don't even matter. But I'm going to take this time to pray. Because I am yours. For all my days, I am yours. Jesus, I am yours. Call the singer, I am yours. Jesus, I am yours. Declare it. And I am yours. And I am yours. For all my days, Jesus, I am yours. Sing, love came down. And love came down and rescued me. Love came down and set me free. And I am yours, I am forever yours. And mountains high and valleys low, I sing out, remind my soul that I am yours, I am forever yours. And love came down and rescued me, love came down and set me free. And I am yours, I am forever yours. In mountains high, your valley low, I'll sing out, remind my soul that I am yours, I am forever Sing hallelujah and hallelujah and hallelujah and hallelujah and all our God reigns. Sing it out. Hallelujah. Sing to our God, and to our God, who reigns. 
Spirit in this place. God, we sing these songs because you are worthy. Father, you put songs in our hearts and in our minds that we can sing it back to you. Father, it's not a time that we can boast in, in what we can do in these times, but it's a time of humility. It's a time of fear, of reverent fear unto you, God. It's a time of honor that when we sing these songs, we sing it from our heart and we sing it meaning every word, God. We take nothing from you, from who you are, what you're doing in this service. But we say, Holy Spirit, have your way. We know you're not done. We know you're not done. We know that there's power in this place. We know that where you are, Holy Spirit, we know that there's power. We know that dominions have to come in an agreement to your name, Father. They have to obey. They have to bow down to you, O Lord. And Father, we claim those things over this youth group right now. Father, with every struggle, Father, with every sin may be hindering, but Father, we, we pray freedom in Jesus' name. Father, we loose it, your love, your Holy Spirit over every person in Jesus' name. And Father, we just receive your blessings. Come on, you just say, I receive his blessings. I receive the blessing of the Lord. Come on, you don't have to be afraid to pray that. In these times, you don't always have to, God, I repent. If you've been living holy, if you've been living right before the Lord, just say, God, I receive your blessing. I just receive your love. God, I receive your joy. God, I receive your peace. Come on, it's yours. Receive it in Jesus' name. Father, I loose it over them, God, that we would have and have it in abundance. God, have your way. Father, we bless you. We bless you in this time of worship. Father, we pray for the announcements and everything following afterwards, God. Father, just have your way. Rock us, Lord. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do so that no man can get the glory. No man can get the credit. Father, we pray for today's word, Father. Lord, I pray that you would use Ellie, Father God. Anoint him, Father God, to speak your word. Father, fresh from heaven, Father God. Lord, ha- Father, let us pray, Lord, that it impact our lives, God. Father, may it go deep into our hearts, Father God, and strike the root. Father God, of love, Father God, of, who you, of what you're doing in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, and everybody said, give him a hand clap of praise if you love the Lord. Amen. We're going to have our time of breakout, if you guys can for me, please. Our time of breakout is where we break out into smaller groups. They're called life groups. I have my warriors for Christ over here. I have my saints back there. And I've made JC soldiers here. If you're new, if you're a visitor, just go ahead and pick a group. Uh, we'll explain to you what more or less. If leaders, if you see new visitors, go ahead and grab them. Go ahead and snatch them. Love on them. And let's be break back in in about five minutes. Five more minutes. Break back in. One, two, one.
Amen. One more minute, one more minute, and we're going to break back in. Thirty more seconds, thirty more seconds. Ten more seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Break back in, break back in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As you move, keep on moving. Move to the beat. Please, 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 please. Oh, oh. Chris, 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 Chris. Give it up for Chris, y'all. On the spot, let him feel it. Put up the music, put up the music. Here we go. Here we go, he's feeling it. Nice and loud, not louder. Go, go. Here we go. Give it up, give it up, give it up. All right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, party people, party people. If you're a visitor in this place, I want you to raise your hand. If it's your first time, <laughs> now you're a first time. If it's your first time in this place, I want you to raise your hand. <laughs> Not at all, I've seen you guys before. They're giving up for our visitors, yes, your first time in this place. Let's get this young man. I need one more, toss me one more. Here's what we're gonna do, watch this. <laughs> it's a box. Go ahead and run that up to him. Amen. We got, amen, amen. You guys are blessed. Give it up for our visitors, guys. Guess what? Miriam bought three visitors. You guys know what that means? I don't know what that means. I don't want none. You don't want none. Who knows what that means? The pizza party's coming. The pizza. So we called up our favorite friends and they're bringing the pizza, the pizza, pizza. It's coming, it's fresh, it's hot. So after service, we have a little treat for you guys. Give it up for Miriam for bringing three friends. Dropped it like it's hot. Before service, she's like, when was if I bring three friends today? Uh, then pizza party, she just shows right up like, bam. What's good? We're like, I got you. Hey, pizza party, that's what happened for serious. Everybody go for serious. For sure, man. Okay. So, guys, we believe in pizza parties. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. We believe in pizza parties. Yay! We believe in can. Amen. So, if you're a visitor, guys, we love you. We want to connect you to everything that was going on here. Life groups, just have fun. Amen. Everybody say. 
I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I think I'm confused more. I'm thinking the pizza party just threw me way off, so I won't do that ever again. Just like I'm never going to use that again. Welcome to Elevate! One more time. I love that. Welcome to Elevate! Amen. As Fridays, we meet at 7.30. It gets down, and you can't really say dirty because we don't get dirty. We get clean in the Holy Ghost, right? Because if you come dirty, you get clean. Like, oh, Jesus. That's what happens. Amen. So, guys, we meet every Friday, 7.30, and we have some new incentive. Everybody say incentive. Basically, they're to help you to bring your friends. And for the first person you bring, for one friend, they get a gift, as you saw today. Two friends Everyone gets a gift. Not you, but your friends. And three friends is a pizza. <laughs> I told myself I'm not going to do it, and I'm doing it again. Everybody, pizza party. You get the pizza party. comes hot and fresh, and it's happening today. So, guys, keep on bringing your friends. If you guys do this next week, guess what? <laughs> Give it up for Mike. He did it. He's like, pizza party. Yeah, that's what's up. No shame. Amen. And in five friends, check this out. The day, girl, you could have brought two more. You would have got yourself pizza party and a $50 gift card. Drip, dropping it like it's hot. $50. We're not playing with that, guys. Literally, you come in, we're calling the hip. Hey, hey, for real. Come with that $50 gift card. Like that Jimmy John's commercial. They show right up. But like, here's $50. Just like that. So, girl, you two away. Can you do it next week? Okay. That's for everybody. Okay, that's not just for Miriam, it's, it's for everybody. You bring five friends. Fat, right there, $50. Amen? Every week till January. Hold on a second, let me... Every week till January. So next week, we are having... Slide for me, please. If I got in the right order. E-games. Everybody on the count of three, say E-games. One, two, three. E-games. E-games. Okay, it's like, E-games. What's E-games? What's, what's E-games? Guys, E-games is our... E night, okay? So next week it is going down. We are having a costume party, kind of like fun games, sports competitions, silly games. It's going to be great. I'll tell you one of them. One of them is going to wrap your friend in like a mummy in tissue paper. That's all I'm going to say. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We're having pizza. It's a pizza party anyways. But bring your friends next week, October 28th, and we're separating you guys in teams. Just look to your name and go, it's going to be super cool. Super cool. <laughs> it's going to be super cool. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, guys. I'm trying different things up here. Oh, okay. That's a dolphin. It's oh, my dolphin impression. I'll never do that again. We want you to come back out. Look to your neighbor and say, he's trying. Remember, next week, I, and I know this, uh, the word got out to me that Scherz is having their own thing. And a lot of our youth here come from Scherz. I'm going to let you guys know. That's right. If you're not here next week, this pastor is busting up shirts and looking for all of y'all and then bringing you out. Be like, mm, put you in a hell I can bring you out. No, but guys, we want you to come here. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to do it for Jesus because over in shirts, they do it for themselves. Like, you know what I mean? It's just getting nasty. I can just like, I remember this one time. Okay, you guys, listen up, listen up. I'll share this story. I remember this one time in youth group. I was a senior in high school, and Pastor Joe was doing the, <laughs> and he was doing, and we're just like, we've already seen that before. And he looks at us like, you guys want more? And like, yeah, we encouraged him. And so he just starts, psh, psh, psh. and then he gets to the floor, and then he starts doing, and we're just like, like we didn't know it go that far. And he gets back up, and like he's red faced. We're like, 
It's like, I think I went too far. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I really thought, like, man, I'm going to do it for these guys. I don't think I'm serious about it. But I'm not. But I'm not because the Holy Spirit would have just flew away on that one. So, guys, next week, October 8th, E-Night. Amen. Guys, we're a church. And our vision, who can say it without looking? Who can say it? Loving God and loving people. That's what we are about. Because we love God, we go out to your schools and we preach about God. Because we love people, we go out to your schools and preach to people. Can I get an amen? It's as simple as it is, guys. And our strategy is connect, mentor, and send. I really do believe God is bringing us people that are are tired with church. Listen to me. And I say this very, very seriously. And I say this with just love and passion. Because here's the thing. I grew up in church just going to church. And I was sharing with a young man today. He's like, man, I kind of go to church already. And I just started telling him some things that I've learned from discipleship. And I can tell him in his heart, like, man, I want that. I want more. But you see, he didn't know about it. He just thought maybe the, the high, like the, 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 the spiritual high of church is just coming to church. I'm like, dude, there is so much more. Like you can have a relationship with God. And guess what? God talks back to you. He speaks through his word. You know, when you pray, he answers prayer. That's cool. God answers prayer. He's like, and he didn't know what to say. And we just kept on talking. And, and I just knew that the Holy Spirit was working with him. And guys, I'm telling you, discipleship is where it's at. Look to your neighbor and say, discipleship is where it's at. You got to drop it like that, but like, like that. You know what I mean? Who does that now? This guy, yeah. So discipleship is where it's at. We, our strategy is this. Connect, mentor, and send. Everybody say connect. We connect you to the cross. Everybody say mentor. We mentor you to learn how to live like Jesus. And then everybody say send. We send you out. And some of the cool things that we have throughout the week, guys. Listen up. Throughout the week, we have a, a one-on-one. And if you're a one-on-one in this place, just make some noise for Jesus. If you're a disciple, just make some noise. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It just it changes people. You go back to your school like, man, what's wrong with this person? Jesus, it's what's wrong with me. I'm telling you what. Jesus got inside of me, messed me up, and here I am to you today. Get right. Whoa, whoa, we'll get right with what? Amen. And that's, that's how literally it will happen, okay? Because, look, you start going back with Jesus back into your high schools, people are going to be like, man, this guy's different. Guess what? That's, what, that's a good thing. Amen. And our life group, guys, it's a place where you're just really, like, chill, you know, comfortable. Who's sitting really chill right now? Let me look at somebody who's sitting really chill. Danny right now, look at Danny, look at sitting really chill. He prepared for this, like, look at this, yeah. Look, really chill right there, you know. Who's sitting more chill? Look, we lean back. We can lean back. Let me see. Look at Adam right here. Look at Adam right here. He just crossed his hand. Kiadalis. Give it up for Kiadalis. I said her name. Come on, give it up for you. What is that? It's like, yeah, we're just clapping. We're just clapping. Join a life group, guys. We have one Saturdays. We're trying to move ours to Sunday. JC Soldiers, um, LA and Leilani meeting both on Sundays, okay? So plug in, plug away, and love Jesus. Amen. Chicago SUM, all my SUMers. <laughs> What's going on back there? LA and Leilani and Cynthia. I'm oh, sorry, I just skipped mine. Anyway, Chicago SUM, guys. Listen, and I want to talk to you about this. If you have a call of God in your life, and that means like, man, you know what? I don't know what to do in my life, but I just know that I want to help people and I want to do it for God. You, you have a call on your life. That's what we call it. And SUM, guys, is the place where we teach, where we raise up radical leaders. And all of our professors, they're pastors, they have their doctors, they're really smart people. And guess what? They're teaching us and we feel the Holy Ghost. We're like, whoa, let me write that down right there. And, and, and that's how we grow. 
Because you think that if I were to come with the mic and just, just teach you everything I know and, and not submit myself under to teaching, under, under the, uh, the, the mantle of, of someone who knows more than me, do you think that I would be able to speak to you fully the word of God? Right? Your math teacher probably had to go to school. I, I know for a fact they had to go to school in order for them to exceed and excel to be able to teach to you. And so in the same way, in order for me to be qualified, I'm going under the same, you know, the, the same teachings as you guys are, submitting myself under a teacher and say, hey, teach me. Amen? Chicago SUM is where it's at. Call of God in your life, okay? So if you want to talk to us, find any one of the staff, and we'll tell you more about it. Amen? Amen. Everybody go, amen. If you can stand to your feet for me, please. Stand to your feet for me, please. Stand for, oh, wait, Bible quiz. We got Bible quiz after this. Hallelujah, Bible quiz after this. So right now is our time for tithes and offering. Everybody say tithe. Everybody say offering. Everybody open up your wallets. Look at you, look at you, look at you. I don't got a wallet. No, no. Here it is, guys, tithes and offering, 10% of your total income. And I know some of you guys were eating chips. Ain't chips ain't free. Look to your neighbor and say, you didn't get that for free. You know you paid for it. So we want to encourage you guys. We want to encourage you to learn to give. Some, one of the greatest rewards is, is to give. That's the best, one of the greatest things you can do, amen? And you break greed off of yourself when you say, God, I'm giving to you. I'm not going to be stingy like my neighbor, but God, I'm going to give to you. Because I don't want to be stingy like old boy eating chips all the time, amen? Can I get, look to your name and say, don't be stingy. Look to your other name and say, God looks at you. And look to your other neighbor and say, I can smell your Cheeto breath. And say, don't be stingy. We don't want to be stingy. And as an offering is whatever you offer to God after your tithe. Oh, we got a new number up here. Who can get Wait, wait, don't shout it out. Don't shout it out. Jeremiah, I saw Jeremiah's hand first. Jeremiah, go ahead and give us the number. He said $100.50. Survey says... Give it up for Jeremiah. Moving the decimal over. Right on, buddy. Amen. <laughs> just, I'm really all of it, guys. You just work with me. <laughs> okay. Acts 10.35. Can I get an amen? Can we have fun in the house of God? Can we have fun? I want to just before we pray and do this. Actually, after this. How about this? Acts 10.35, let's say it. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus. What did he say? Father, we pray for every young person in this place, God. Father, I pray that they won't be stingy and save their money for Cheetos or anything else, God. But God, that you would convict their heart, Father God, and just teach them how to give. Father, we pray that they will be a blessing unto your church, God. Because, Lord, we know that you called us to be blessed and to bless you, Father. We give it back to you because you gave it to us first. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, come on up as you give, DJ. Bump it up. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody, give it up for Cynthia for the Bible quiz. I just want to see if we can do it. If everybody can stand to their feet really quickly, just really quick. Let's try to do it. Hand behind the back. Beha hand behind the back right here. <laughs> try it, try it, try it. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Who can do it? Okay. 
Ricky's, I love you, Ricky. Okay. Give it up for Cynthia, y'all. Come on. All right, right. Bible quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Okay. All right, all right. Who wants to be our first contestant? Let's see, let's see. Come on. Not everyone raise your hands at once. All right. Alec? And me. Y'all choose you in a second. Jeremiah. Boy against boy. We got two warriors up here. Let's uh, stand right there. Now, for the Swedish fish, okay? Oh, no candy for you then. All right. Okay, okay. First question. This is, this is so hard. What was the name of the man who made the ark? Wait, I didn't finish. Who made the ark that had all the animals in it? Okay, wait, wait, one more time. Put your hands down. You have to say quack, okay? You have to say quack as loud as you can when I count to three. Ready? One, two, three. Quack! Oh, it was this one. <laughs> what was the name of the man? Noah. You are right, uh. <laughs> okay, okay, second question. Let me get, let me get my one-on-oneers up here. All right, if you're a one-on-one, raise your hand. All right, Tito, come up here. Adam, come up here. We got a saint versus another warrior. Where, where are my Jesse soldiers at? All right, all right. Okay, this one's a little bit more hard. But because you are one of winners, I'm going to expect this, all right? I want you to name five disciples, all right? At the count of three, you have to go moo. Really loud, really, really, really loud, and as loud as you can, okay? One, two, three. <laughs> okay, okay, and three disciples, three disciples. Can you name three disciples? Three disciples? Okay, okay, ready? One, two, three. Three. Oh. <laughs> I also want Peter, right? John? Paul? What? Peter, John, and um, uh, Judea? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who wants to give it a try? Give it a try. Give it a try. Go sit down. Oscar? Miriam? Okay. Now you guys have to collect like a chicken and I need you to go like this. Okay, ready? One, yep, for the for the M&Ms, for the M&Ms. All right, for the M&Ms, guys, ready? One, collect like a chicken and make the movements. Ready, face that way. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Cluck. <laughs> Not, you can't name John, Peter, and you can't say whatever they said. Ready? Noah, Joseph, and... Okay, okay, okay. Let's get the two. Okay, next question. Anyway, three disciples, Peter, Simon, Judas, all those guys. All right, two of wonders, last one. Let me get Stephanie up here and Kevin. Stephanie and Kevin, come on. Okay. Okay, okay, this is hard. 
Guys, because we just went through the the eleventh the eleventh one. Ready? I want you to name one doctrine. No. Name two of our basic foundation things that we just went over. Ready? Yeah, the fundamentals. Well, two of them. Ready? And you guys have to go like this and go like this. Ready? You have to you have to you have to make the monkey sound. Ready? One, two. No. Now one. Two, three. Two fundamentals. I don't know. I think we should do that one. Ah, one, 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 one. Well, next week we'll have five. We'll have two more prizes at the end of it. Come on, everybody. Give it up for Cynthia. Come on. Tisk, tisk, tisk. You guys don't read your Bibles, man. Come on. All right. Can you uh, just take off that thing for me? All right. Uh, well, turn with me and your Bibles to Mark 8:31. And today, today uh, the message is called My Real Walk. So, you know, we can uh, make it really poetic. I know youth like to be a very personal and all that stuff. Like be the real walk to be my real walk. And you're gonna, the, the page is going to be tear-stained. So... <laughs> Mark chapter 8, verse 31. And tell me if you're there. See, I'm there. Oh, look at that. How you guys get loud? Come on, man. Seriously. All right, amen. Let's just pray. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for today's word. Lord God, we, we thank you for, for you just you speaking it out in the first place and for you, for you just being on this earth and dying on a cross for us, Lord God. We thank you for the things that you have done, Lord God, and you will continue to do in our lives, Lord God. Uh, reveal your truth to us, Lord God, and let us draw closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, you know, I, I was thinking about this message the whole week, and I was kind of like, you know, it was just it wasn't coming to me i had a few things coming in my mind it was here and there and you know it's just it wasn't it wasn't coming out like as clear as, as focused as you would like it to be you know what i mean and so you know i was just praying about it and today it just it just, got, it just got into my heart and i was thinking about discipleship i was thinking about what people think about jesus i was thinking about you know what people say this is my walk with god and all that and you know what i want to i want to bring it to you guys just the word of god one of my favorite passages, it's not my favorite passage, but it's one of them, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's an awesome passage. And so I'm going to give you three quick points, and you guys are just going to be like, whoa, thank you for, for telling me and all that. So the first point, and we're going to read the word right now, is called the shallow walk. You guys know what shallow is? Well, it's kind of like you're along the shore of the, you know, the lake or whatever, and the water's not too deep. You can walk into it. And that is a bad thing in your walk with God because it's kind of just like, very surface level. You're just kind of like pretending, but you're not really doing it. That's, that's what I, I call the first point. So let's read Mark 8:31, And it says, He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. So I want to give you guys some just a little quick context. All is simple. If you read your Bible, just read the first, the, uh, the uh, what you call it, Mark chapter 8. That's it. And what, it, what it's going to teach you is that it's simple. Jesus was just feeding a lot of people, and at the same time, he was performing miracles. Whoa. Can you believe that, guys? Come on. This just blew your mind. All right? <laughs> just so. So right now, Jesus 
you know, doing all that stuff. He's feeding the 5,000, actually the 4,000 in this passage, and he heals a blind man. It's amazing stuff. It, It really is just, you know, it's just awesome. And then after that, what happens is that Peter, you know, he asked the, the disciples, oh, you know, who do you say that I am? You guys probably see that right now in, you know, uh, Mark chapter 8 and the 20s and all that. And it's, it's supposed to mean that now, after all that stuff that you just, you just heard Jesus had, you know, like all the things that he did, now you finally get to understand that he is the Christ, that he is more than just this guy coming in and all that. And so to them, to the disciples there, they're like, whoa, my gosh, Jesus, you just, you came out of nowhere. And man, like, this is awesome. Now you, you finally, you finally came to us. And what it meant to them to have the Christ or the Messiah was that it was finally there. Their king had come, you know, and it was time to celebrate. It was time to do the two-step, you know what I mean? Just do all that stuff. It was, it was an awesome time for them. They thought that this is it, you know what I mean? No more or anything it was cool because jesus was a prophet like that he was he was healing people and at the same time you know he was going to bring it he was the anointed one amazing stuff amazing times it was just that's it man we we've we've reached the point this is good this is this is history in the making right now but then jesus he's kind of like wait a minute let me tell you something i gotta suffer i gotta do all these things and i'm gonna die Afterwards, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, be risen again. And to them, when he was talking about, I'm going to die, it's kind of like their brains shut off. They're like, huh? You know what I mean? Like, at that point, they didn't listen to anything else beyond that. And it was kind of like, no, 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 Jesus, you, you, you know what we're talking about here. Come on. This is, this is who you are to us. You are the king to us. This is what you're supposed to be to us. And so it says right here in, in verse 32, who comes and rebukes him? Peter. Peter is his disciple, right? Imagine that. It's, it's like uh, Tito saying to me, I don't know where I rebuke you because you're saying to me that you're going to go pray. It's like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So imagine that. You're thinking that now. Jesus coming, and now he's saying, no, wait a minute. I got to do something else. But, but why was Peter rebuking him? Why, why did it matter to Peter? Why did Peter have to rebuke him? And I'm going to tell you why. Because Peter wasn't expecting for his spiritual life to be changed. It was just going to be the temporary things of this world. That's all it was going to be. You know, Peter was going to get some, some fish, some bread on a time. And if he ever got sick, he's going to get healed by Jesus. And then, you know, that's it. That, that's all that's going to happen. Imagine that. Now, now, Peter, obviously, he's getting upset. He, he's like, no, man, you, you don't even know what you're talking about, Jesus. Get on my face with that. You come back over here, and you be our little Messiah, and that's going to be the end of it. You're just going to do what we want you to do. But, but Jesus knew that he, had to, he, had, he came for a reason. He didn't just come for any other reason. And so if you guys ever ask yourself, well, what's the point of the cross and all that stuff? Now you're understanding it. And so what, what did Jesus do? Well, Jesus, you know, obviously, he's like, wait a minute. I'm going to put you in order right now. Get behind me, Satan, right there. Bam. We like to like, joke about that in the church, you know, when somebody's acting disobedient. Get behind me, Satan, right? I don't know if you guys ever did it. It's a tough crowd tonight. Come on. Wake up. Seriously. You guys are all like, I'm sorry. I'm kind of sad today. Get up, man. Seriously. We're talking about the word of God here. We're talking about discipleship. And so we're, ta- we're talking about that. And, and I, I don't know where, you know, Jesus, he, he says, you know what? Then I'm going to rebuke you. Get behind me. You don't have in mind the things of God. You have in mind the things of men. What does that mean? Well, you don't have in mind what I came to do. I came to really die on the cross. I came to give you a real relationship with the Father, I came to give you that. I gave you. Came, I came to give you eternal life, and you're thinking to yourself, "No, that's not good enough. You stay here. You're supposed to be the king." 
Come on, man. That it was a rightful rebuke. So reading on now, and actually the second point is the real walk. I told you it's going to be real quick today. Just a few points here and bam, you got it. And it's the real walk. So moving on. Verse 34. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. Now, I know you guys here are thinking to yourself, well, man, like, this is, this is interesting stuff. Maybe you're not even thinking a lot. And that's the point I want to make right now. I want you to look to your left and to your right. I want you to look at the seats that are empty. And I guarantee you that there were people who were supposed to be in those seats. There's a reason why the seats are empty at the moment. It's not like our youth group hasn't been touching people. If you can count from the time that Elevate has come to, you know, even right now, we've had hundreds of people come in and out. And why is it that they leave? Why is it that they don't get it? Why is it that they just, you know, move on in their life and think that, that's, that it is what it is? You know what I mean? It just went to church and all that. It's because they didn't really go after Jesus the way that Jesus wanted to go after him. You know, like, they, they want to go to Jesus, and they want to have Jesus on the top of everything like that. Explain to me, Jesus, this. And then when, once it's said, okay, then thank you. Now, on your way now. But, you see, Jesus, he's not going to tell you, I just want you to be a believer. I just want you to be a Christian. No, he wants you to be a disciple. And a disciple is something else. A disciple is more than you just sitting down and just listening to a, a sermon every Friday. It's more than that. It's you living out your faith. You know what? It's more than even just that. It's you actually saying, I'm in a real relationship with Jesus. If you are here and you're saying to yourself, this is good enough, and then you walk out of the church and you act like a fool or you act like crazy, all that stuff in your, in your, your schools and all that stuff, you're not acting it out. You are not, you, like, this time right here, it's just, you're just missing the point of it. The point here is to get you in a real relationship with Christ. Christ came on the earth, literally died on the cross for you, and he didn't have to do that. If you look at the Old Testament, think about God. God at that time was holy. If somebody even touched something that they weren't supposed to touch, bam, they died like that. Is that a problem? Okay, yeah, I know it's a problem. That's Old Testament. But look, New Testament. Now, one little thing, one little touch, holy, bam, is bad. But now in the New Testament, you see God, you see Jesus in the flesh getting touched by all these multitudes. You see him touching, uh, reaching out to the, the, the prostitutes. You see him touching people that, you know, were considered unclean. Look at that. That's crazy. But he didn't just come for that. He came to do something more. He didn't come just to be a king at that time. He came to give you eternal life. That's something. That means something. And if you have just, you know, just skipped out on that idea and that thought, then what are you doing? What is, what is this time, this, this preaching? It's not like I'm going to now like, preach to you just like now. It's just Psalms right now. Everybody just, you know, let's just praise the Lord. If you don't even know how to praise the Lord, if you don't know why to praise the Lord in the first place. So you want me. It's what, you know, Jesus asked basically. You want me, the Christ. You, you just confessed it. I am the Christ, right? You confessed it. So you want me? You have to do these things. These three things, bam, like that. You first must deny yourself. Whoa. Look at that. Well, no, Jesus, no. You don't tell me to deny myself. You deny yourself. I mean, you, like, put it back on him. You see, what does it mean to deny yourself? Why does Jesus want you to deny himself if you were going to go after him, if you're going to go follow Jesus? Well, because, one, you're going to put things in the way. You're going to put your selfish ambitions, selfish desires and all that stuff in the way, and you think that's it. That's the, that's the whole point of it, just that you can have a little bit of Jesus here and a little bit of Jesus there. 
But God is saying to you, no, you must deny yourself. You want to come after me. There's a, there's a, a process here. It's called being born again. Being born again. Dying to yourself. The next one, picking up your cross. What does picking up your cross mean? Well, the cross was a symbol of death, basically. If you were you know, carrying the cross in those times down to the place where you're going to get crucified, obviously, it's a symbol of death. He's saying to you, now, die to yourself. Now, I'm not saying, okay, now, you're not going to go home now. You're going to be like, goodbye, cruel world. No, <laughs> not like that. No, seriously. What it means is to really legitly deny everything and then just separate from it. Stop. Like like a moment where, you know, you're just going in the car, you just break it, and just stop. Die to yourself. Let go of it. Let go of those things and identify your life with Jesus. Identify everything that you've done on Jesus' cross. And when you believe in that and when you're identifying it, you're putting your sins on that cross, it's like you're picking it up. Deep, right? I know. So we're moving on. And then the last one, follow me. To obey Jesus in any and everything, following wherever he leads. Obviously, if you want to go after Jesus, you're not gonna, you're not, it's not going to be conditional. It's going to be for real. You're going to say, okay, Jesus, you lead the way then. You say, you want, I, I want to go after you. Well, then show me where to go. It makes no sense if you think about it to say, I want to follow you, and then you actually don't do it. It sounds redundant, but then again, if it's, it, don't, let, don't make it redundant then. Listen to it and do it then. You guys can pay attention, please. And um, just to say that again, you know, that Jesus wants to have a real relationship with you. It's not just a quick, uh, a quick, a quick belief in the king. He wants you to be active. He wants you to do something. Discipleship, it's more than that. If you don't believe it, you must lose your life to save it. It's so, it's so random, right? Like you think it's so opposite of what you would need to do. If I was in a... If I was about to drown, I wouldn't, like, just try to, like, let myself go. I would try to save myself, right? But Jesus says, spiritually, you need to lose your life in order for you to save it. Imagine that. Imagine that. Jesus here doing all these things. The disciples, man, you know what? You're the Christ. Thank God you're here now. You're the anointed king. Hallelujah. And then he says, you need to lose your life. Imagine imagine if you were standing right there next to Jesus. Him being like, Jesus, I'm sorry, man, but I... I got to go, man. You know, I just, I got something to do. And that's sad. That's sad that we, we look at Jesus like that and we, and we hear his words, his, his, his simple, just simple thing to deny yourself. If you want to save your life, you're going to try to put all these different things in a way. You're going to put in religion. You're going to think to yourself, oh, it's all about me just coming on Elevate on Fridays or Sundays or whatever, maybe my life group. But then you don't get it. Think about it, man. Jesus wants you to act upon it. And the last, uh, last point is Mark 8, 36 to 38. And it's just called the challenging walk. You see, I just said all those things, and I, I'm not going to expect it to be easy for you, but I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. Now look at this. Reading on verse 36. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world, yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me, and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. So one, what Jesus here is talking about, it's not just discipleship. It's also salvation. It's an awesome thing. It's kind of like, like I said earlier, it's not just about you becoming a believer. It's not about you just becoming, you know, a Christian. It's about you becoming a disciple. 
a disciple of Christ. He didn't die on the cross so that you can just say, I believe, and then that's it, you walk away. Because the Bible says this, even demons believe in God. Are you, what are you going to say about that then? Are you, I like how people would like make that excuse. Oh, I believe in God, therefore leave me alone type of stuff. No, demons believe in God. They're evil. Are you going to do anything different? What are you going to do about your belief in God? More than that, Jesus said, now look, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? So if you, don't, if you don't care about the words I'm speaking to you, you don't even care about that, then look at it. What, what are you going to do with your soul then? You're going to put this in the way then? You're going to say this thing is more important? Uh, you know, video games is more important right now? Oh, maybe my girlfriend's more important? My boyfriend's more important? Look at that. And you think to yourself, that's fine, whatever. But Jesus makes a point. It's like he's asking you, what good is it? You think to yourself that your soul is so meaningless, and you hear people say, I'll sell my soul for this, I'll sell my soul for that. The truth is you can't sell your soul. You can't do anything like that. Jesus is here, and he's saying to you, your soul is valuable, and that it's more valuable than the whole entire world. Can you imagine that? Look at that. And that's inside of you. Every single person in this room right now has a soul. Imagine that. And God is saying it's so, it's so precious to him. Why would you try to exchange it? Why would you try to do that? He just wants you to be discipled. He wants you to, to be af going after him. He wants you to deny yourself, to pick up the cross. He wants you to, to really experience what he did on the cross. He doesn't, he doesn't just want you to say, oh, you know what, I, I just come. Or, oh, you know what, I, I did that. It's like a techno shot for you. It's like, oh, I done did that a few years ago. I got saved a few years ago. Whoopity-do. No, it's a real thing. You see, that's the whole point. He said, you know, you, you can't just say, well, that's it. You can't, you can't just not care. Because then, after all these things, if you want to get to the, the hardest part of it all, all these things, the Bible says this, if you are ashamed of me, if you are ashamed of my words in this generation, I will be ashamed of you when I come in my Father's glory, with my angels, basically. What does that mean? Man, what do you think that means? That's straight-up rejection. You're rejecting Jesus now? Jesus will reject you. You don't want to be a disciple. You don't want to, to grow in your faith. I'm sorry I didn't come out here and I didn't read the Proverbs. I didn't read, you know, Psalms. I didn't read all these cute verses for you. I'm sorry because, you know, this is my, in my Bible, too. Discipleship is in my Bible. Why, why don't we see people start quoting that? Why don't we see people saying, you know what, man, discipleship is the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Thank you, Jesus. When I read this, I get encouraged. Why don't we see that? Why is that? Why is it that we just go, you know, Psalm 139, I, he made me. What about this? He says, to deny myself. Instead of saying, you know, I'm just so happy that he made me. Imagine that. He tells me to deny myself. So if everybody can stand up. And if I can get... Uh, somebody to play an instrument. Not, not even here. <laughs> Somebody's qualified. <laughs> you see, it's real quick. It was a quick message. And I know you guys are thinking, nah, man, that, that wasn't good enough and all that. You know, we can go on and on. We can talk about it later. We can talk about all those things. But I want you guys just to get a jab real quick to your, to your heart, like a defibrillator. Right there, bam. Wake you up a little bit. This is what Jesus wants you to do. He wants you to to get a real life of him. 
what did Jesus come on the earth to do? What, what was the point? I, ask, I, I can ask one of you guys, okay, so what was the point of the cross? Uh, to die for my sins. Okay, so are you living in that? Are you living in freedom now? Uh, I'm trying to. Are you going to discipleship? Are you going to one-on-one? Uh, no. So you're just coming on Fridays. That's it, right? Yeah. So why do you even come on Fridays? Why do you even come on Fridays? If even after that, what's going to happen is that you're going to go on your Facebook, you're going to start cussing up a storm, you're going to go out with your, your friends, you're going to go, you know, go run amok. And you think to yourself, that's fine, you know, that's cool. And look beyond that. Look beyond what I'm just saying, how I'm just standing here, how Adam's just playing the guitar. Look beyond that and, look, and just listen, listen to this, that there's a God who's actually trying to speak to you right now. There's a God who's trying to say to you that there's more than that. There's more than just the simple things, just simply believing and that, that, that's it. It's such a sad thing when we limit God so much like that. When we hear God and we hear him say, you know, if you want to come after me, then do these things. And you're saying, okay, God, that's fine. I don't want to come after you anymore. If you guys would just do this, if you guys would just listen to Jesus' words, if you guys would just deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow him. The, the verses in the Bible, the, the good ones, the Psalms and all stuff, those would be easy to you. They wouldn't be like the only thing that you cling on to anymore. You would cling on to Jesus' words. You would cling on to him. It's time to get deeper in your relationship with God. You, li- you listen to God. You don't even, I bet you don't even listen to God. Listen to God. He's speaking out to you. He's wanting more with you. He wants a real relationship with you. And, you know, I don't want to just keep going on and on, but that is the point right now. He wants a real relationship with you. Stop playing the games. Stop putting the world in the way of Jesus. This world has nothing for you. You cannot give it. You cannot exchange it. Your soul is better than that. Your soul is more than that. Your soul is so much more valuable to God, and you're throwing it away in front of God. You're saying, I don't care, God. I don't want to deny myself. I don't care, God. I don't want to pick up my cross. Then go ahead. Go into the world then. See how good it is. But then when you come back to God, then you will know what you did, and it was wrong. It was a mistake. There's a reason why Jesus said what he said. And I'm not just saying this here. I'm not just speaking these words. And I'm not just speaking to the chairs. I'm speaking to people here. I'm speaking to hearts. If I could have Stephanie, Chris, Monique, Chris, uh, Chris, Kevin, can you just come up here? And um, you guys are going to pray for people. And I want you guys just to close your eyes right now. If you have heard this word, and if you, just the slightest bit in your heart, if it, if it just spoke to you, and if you said to yourself, I don't really listen to Jesus, I don't really deny myself, I don't really want to come after him, then I want you to come up, and I want you to get prayed for. Because this is serious stuff. This is just as serious as you getting saved. When you came to this place, when you, when you did that, we, we spoke a message for you to get saved. And now look at that. Now we're here and we're saying to give it really all to Jesus. 
Give it all to him. Die to yourself. Lose your life in him so that you can really save it. Don't try to pretend like you can save it by your own means. Come after God. He's willing. He's waiting. He's waiting for you to come. And if you're, if you're thinking to yourself, man, it's just too hard, just go on either way. Don't listen to yourself. Don't, don't, don't just do it. Just move on. Get to the point where you can finally get in the presence of God. Get to the point where you finally can just do it. Give it all to God. Lord God, we're, we just lift you up right now, God. And we, we ask simply, God, that people here will know what it means, Lord God, to come after you. It's not a joke to us, God, because it hurts, Lord God, when we see people leave and leave for the, the smallest reasons, God. But a true disciple would never leave your side, Lord God. A true disciple will stick with you through the ends of the ages, Lord God. A true disciple will, will stick with you even though it hurts, God. We want people who are committed. We want people who, who want to give it all to Jesus. And we just ask you, God, to tug on the hearts of every single person here, Lord God, so that they can be true disciples, Lord God, so that they can have a real relationship with you, God. If you are one of those people, and I ask you to come up right now and just get prayed for. Jesus did wasn't just to make you feel bad. He wasn't here just to, to make you feel bad out of all of it. He came 
and love. He wanted to just have all of you. That's all it is. If he created you, he just wants to have all of you. He wants you to follow him with your, with your own will. This is all it's all about. He wants you to genuinely be full with him. He doesn't want you to skip out the next week. He doesn't want you to be just get uncommitted and, and just fail in, in your own walk with him. He wants you to have a real walk with him. He wants you to have a genuine walk with him, a sincere walk with him. That's what he wants. He doesn't want you just to say, I believe. He wants you to say, I believe and I walk with him. That's what it's all about right now. If you still need prayer, you can just come up to the altar and we'll just pray for you. So. came down and rescued me love came down to set me free and i am yours i am forever yours and mountain high your valley low i sing out remind my soul that i am yours i am forever yours sing love came down and love came down and rescued me love came down to set me free and i am yours i am forever yours and mountain high your valley low i sing out remind my soul that i am yours i am forever yours because i am yours and I am yours for all my days. Jesus, I am yours. And I am yours. I am yours for all my days. Jesus, I am yours. For I am yours. And I am yours, yeah, for all my days. Jesus, I am yours, cause I am yours. I am yours, for all my days. Jesus, I am yours. And love came down and rescued me. Love came down to set me free, and I am yours. I am forever yours. And mountain high, your valley low, I sing out, remind my soul that I am yours. Yes, I am forever yours. Sing, love came down, and love came down and rescued me. Love came down to set me free, and I am yours, and I am forever yours. And mountain high, your valley low, I sing out. And love came down and rescued me. 
Love came down to set me free. I am yours. I am forever yours. And mountain high, your valley low. I sing, I remind my soul that I am yours. I am forever yours. Amen. Amen. We're just going to end right now with a prayer dismissal. But if you want to continue praying, then you're, you're welcome to stay here. We're going to put on some music in the back, and that's just what we're going to do. So, Father God, we just come before you, God, and this word, Lord God, it can be difficult for anybody, Lord God. Any person, Lord God, can find it difficult to deny themselves, God. But then again, we really want you, God. We're coming to church, Lord God, not just to, to get our religion on, Lord God. We're coming to church to get our relationship stronger with you. And so, Lord God, I pray that every single person here, Lord God, will walk out and just not be the same anymore, God. That they would know, Lord God, that it's more than just simply coming. It's more than just simply claiming it. It's about walking it with you, God. We pray for real disciples in this place, Lord God. We pray for real disciples, Lord God. We thank you for everyone who is already a real disciple, Lord God. And we ask for more to come, Lord God. We thank you for everything, Lord God. And everybody said, amen. Come on now. All right. You can fellowship in the back. Otherwise, if you want to keep praying, you can stay up here.